Hey there and welcome to Soul Church. Our prayer is that this message encourages you wherever you may be in life. You know, we've been hearing so many stories about what God is doing in people's lives and we'd love to hear yours. So take a second and send your story to stories at soulchurch.com. Thanks again for joining us today and we hope that you enjoy the message. God bless. Amen. Steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Come on, if you're thankful for God's love towards you. Come on, why don't you lavish your love back onto the Father this morning? Amen. Father, we come to you now. We come as receivers of your word. For many of us, this has been a tough week. There have been setbacks, there's been challenges. Maybe our hearts have been broken. Maybe there's been disappointments. But I thank you today, you find us exactly where we're at. You find us in our strengths, you find us in our weaknesses. You find us when we're close to you, you find us when we're away from you. But you promise when we draw close to you, you'll draw close to us. So as we draw close for your word today, I pray that you would speak to us. Lord, I pray for strength for the weary. I pray for those who've lost heart, they'd find hope today. I pray for those who are sick, they'd find health and healing, body, mind, and soul. I pray for those who just want to give up altogether, Lord, today, that they would find something new in you. Lord, I pray for those who've been coming to church for 50 years, that you would give them something fresh today. And I pray for those who this is their first Sunday ever in this building, that they would receive salvation today. We thank you that you're with us in Jesus' name. Come on, if you believe it, give us a big faith-filled amen. Amen. What a beautiful song. I'll lavish my love on you. Fantastic. All right, well, you guys can take your seats. The youth, you guys are staying in today. Welcome to all of our online community. Come on, let's welcome our online church. Great to have you joining us. Those listening on podcast, welcome to Vision Sunday. 2023, the last day of the fast today. Gives a wave if you've really enjoyed the last 21 days. <laughs> Tell you what, Chantal and I, we feel stronger, body, mind, and soul. It's been a great 21 days. We've seen miracles in our own life. And uh, I want to encourage you, um, you can stop fasting today, but don't give up praying. Pray without ceasing. Let's believe for those tipping point miracles in our lives. And if you have had a miracle over the past 21 days, why don't you drop us an email, info at soulchurch.com. Tell us about what God has done in your life. We'd love to hear. Now today, this weekend is a special weekend. We call it Vision Sunday, Vision 2023. It's split into two halves. And um, the first half is today. The second half is on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. And we'd love you to come back. We can't share everything that God's placed in our spirits for this coming year. Um, but we really would encourage you to come back on Tuesday. And we are serving everyone a curry, 6.15 on Tuesday, okay? Who loves curry? Who doesn't love curry? Bring your own. Bring your own. You can bring whatever you want. Okay, so um, we're going to give free curry for everyone. 6.15 and then 7 o'clock, we're going to start with some worship. Um, 
We won't be broadcasting on Tuesday evening, okay? A lot of people think, can we watch it online? We're not broadcasting. Chantal and I really want to share some stuff that's really close to our hearts, um, which really just for our church family, not the whole world doesn't need to hear what's going on, um, the nuts and bolts. So it'd be great for you to be here. Okay, well, every, every November, December, um, Chantal and I, we pray and we seek God for a word for the following year. And we do not rush this moment. Um, we ponder it, we pray, we seek counsel, um, because the word gives us direction, it gives us a map for where we're going in the coming year. Last year, God gave us the word, arise, arise and shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And we've, we've definitely arisen as a church, we've run out of chairs again today, people are standing at the back, what a great problem. And um, we had over 400 in our first service this morning. It, it, what God is doing, the church is arising again. Our new building is arising. We've, we've seen the word. Words have power. Be careful what you name your children, okay? Words have power. Words have power. Find out the meaning. That's not a family series, by the way. And uh, so this year, we listen, we've been listening to God's spirit, um, but we've also been very aware of everything that's happening around us in our world. Um, the economic challenges, interest rate hikes, the energy crisis, and um, in the natural, a natural word would be famine. Now, don't worry, we're not calling this year the year of famine, okay? Um, but there, there is definitely a famine that's happening in our nation and around the world. The word famine means a lack of resource, a lack of resource. And, you know, social supermarkets are springing up all over the city. People are queuing just to get food. People are struggling to heat their homes. We have some real need. There is a famine in the natural in our world. And a lack of resource is striking a lot of fear into people. People are thinking, how am I going to get through 2023? Another interest rate hike this week. How am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay my, my rent? And God spoke to Chantel and I clearly at the end of November, and he gave us a specific word over our lives in this season of famine. In a season of famine, we are declaring favor. We are declaring the word favor over 2023 for you and your family. The word comes from Luke chapter 4 where Jesus stands up in the synagogue and he speaks, speaks out. He, he speaks Isaiah's words. He says, the spirit of the Lord is on me and he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's 2023 is the year of the Lord's favor. In a season of famine, we declare favor over you. We declare favor over your business. We declare favor over your finances. We declare favor over your energy bills. We declare favor. Whenever there is famine, we declare favor. We deliberated over this word for months. And I actually wondered if the word favor needed to be retired. Because it's been very used in the past, sometimes overused, sometimes misused. But God spoke to me, he said, I don't want you to retire favor, I want you to reclaim it. I want us to reclaim the word favor in our lives. And when we were away in South Africa, we got confirmation that this is the word for our church in 2023. What is the word favor? What does the word favor mean? I don't think we have an equivalent word outside of church or faith 
for the word favor. Let me, let me explain this. It's easier for me to show you favor than to explain favor. The favor of God is something we have to show others rather than tell others. Who knows that sometimes a picture is better than a definition? I want to show you a picture. This is the first picture of Soul Church. This was in 2014. My wife is helping me here. That's Starbucks on St. Stephen Street. And the manager, I said, can we have, bring a few people in for coffee? <laughs> some people left, some people came in. Anyway, that was our very first service of Soul Church in, 20, in 2014. Who knows that a picture is far better than an explanation? When I look around at the room now, it's going to be packed out three times today. This is a picture of the Lord's favor. Let me show you a picture of the fire that destroyed the church in 2006. There it is on the left, in ruins, in ashes, no hope. Yet in 2023, there's a picture of favor. Here's a picture of famine, and here's a picture of favor. I believe that our lives will be pictures of favor at the end of this year. When people are going to say, how did you make it through? And you say, I'm not sure how I made it, but God took care of me because I am a trophy of God's favor on my life. Me standing here in front of you is a picture of favor. I've got four GCSEs at Tatum High School. I am a picture of God's favor. My teachers come to this church. I am a picture of God's favor. A few years ago, we went to a, a, a school reunion. I took Chantel, my high school reunion. We walked in and a couple of the lads came over and my mate, she goes, you got lucky, didn't you? <laughs> they were gazing at Chantel. Let me tell you, it's not luck, it's the favor of God. She's a blessed girl. <laughs> you know what? Favor isn't luck. Favor's not luck. What is luck has no direct connection to a source. When people say get lucky, you can get lucky, you can spin a wheel and get lucky. But the favor of God is not luck because we're connected to a greater power, a greater source. We're not getting lucky in 23. When people say to me, good luck, I look at them back and say, I don't need luck. I've got the favor of God in my life. We don't believe, as Christians, we don't believe in luck. He is the Alpha and He is the Omega. Luck is connected to the spirit of the world. Favor is connected to the spirit of God. 2023 is not the year of luck. Luck is not going to carry you enough in 2023. You need the favor of God. You know, the enemy has tried to water it down, favor, to a, con co to a coincidence or maybe good fortune. But favor is more than that. We feel, Chantal and I, strongly that we're going to reclaim the word favor for this year. You know what? You can actually find favor anywhere if you look for it. If you look hard enough, you can see favor in the smallest details of your life and the biggest details. When you look back at the time, you think, oh, that doesn't feel like favor. But when you look back, you think, God, thank you for stopping me. Thank you for stopping me in that career move. Thank you for stopping me getting that job because God was stopping you getting from that one to get you to that one. There is favor happening all over you in every moment of your day. Sometimes you just got to look for it. Whether it's at an airport, a car park, a hospital appointment, a job interview, you've got to look for God's favor. God's favor can be found anywhere if you look hard enough for it. 
We were traveling to London on, on Wednesday, and um, we were in Chantel's car and driving down the road, and I saw as we left the house, it was, there was 25 miles left. Now, who, who likes to keep it close, the needle close to the edge? <laughs> who are like those people you never let it drop below 25%? Look at you people, I love you guys. Oh, you need to hang out with me more. Anyway, when I left the house, I thought I'm going to get some fuel on the A11 as we head into London. And uh, then I, I called my good friend Roly and we're having a chat and I'm praying for him. And in the middle of praying for him, we're on the A11. By the way, when, you're, so when the petrol light comes on, that's one signal. When it's flashing red and you've got zero left, you know you're in trouble. So I put my foot on the gas, and as I put my foot on the gas, there was nothing there. I turned to my wife and said, this is your car, why didn't you put fuel in it? <laughs> Things we do, husbands, hey? Anyway, and then I said, Roland, I'm gonna have to go. Click. As I look up, there is a fuel station, and I literally rolled into it. I had no power, we floated in, and we were like angels arriving on the tarmac. I said to Chantel, can you imagine if we'd have run out three miles before, after, you know, you'd have been walking down the road with the petrol can and, you know, I'd have had to stay with the car to keep it safe and stuff. But, you know, this could have been disastrous. And you can call that luck, or you can call it the favor of God. I believe it's the favor of God. We had some really important meetings in London this week and we couldn't have afforded to miss them. And if we'd have, if we'd have missed that station, and by the way, that wasn't luck. That was God taking care of his children. And you can be in a wilderness season of your life and still find favor. You can be in a recession and experience the favor of God. You can be in a famine when interest rates are going up, energy costs, food prices, and you can still find the favor of God in your life. Joseph was in Egypt in the middle of one of the worst famines in history. Yet the Bible says he finds favor. And famine is knocking at the door of 2023. I'm not ignoring what's happening around us. And if, if I'm really honest, I haven't prepared for it. I didn't prepare for my mortgage to go up this week. I didn't prepare for 18 months of lockdowns two years ago. We didn't prepare for inflation. We didn't prepare for hikes in energy costs. We didn't prepare for Brexit. We didn't prepare for the diagnosis. Maybe you didn't prepare for your spouse to walk out on you. Maybe you didn't prepare for your spouse to cheat on you. So I, if I didn't prepare for it, does that mean it's over? Here's the response when we're unprepared. God is always prepared. When I'm unprepared, God is always prepared. Because favor is not connected to what I do. Favor is connected to who I am. Favor is not connected to the fact that I'm not prepared. Favor is connected to that my heavenly Father loves me so much that even when I get in a spot of bother, I make mistakes, I make poor choices, I've not been a good steward, he can still sow favor over my life because of who he is, not because of what I do. And God has a meal for you and I prepared for 2023. It's called favor, the flavor of God's favor. Some of it, the Bible says in Psalm 34, 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. 
when the favor of God shows up in scripture, it's always for people who haven't prepared. Excuse me. 5,000 people show up with no lunch. They didn't prepare for the problem, yet God shows up with his favor. Two million Israelites standing at the Red Sea, unprepared. Egypt behind them, the Red Sea in front of them, unprepared to fight the Egyptians, unprepared to swim across the sea. And what does God do? He shows up with his favor. Paul on death row in a Roman jail, unprepared for his next steps, and an earthquake shows up. What is favor? God's favor is God giving us the ability to do something which is humanly impossible for us to do. I believe God's going to give us favor in 2023. I expect favor this year, not because I am good, but he is good. None of us deserve God's favor because of what we've done, where we've been. But God says, my favor is not based on what you do or what you've done. It's based on what Jesus did on the cross for you. God wants us to show us in 2023 a year like no other. Can I just say this will be a year like no other? This will be a year like no other. Hold tight to God this year. Hold tight into the palm of his hands. He will not let you go. He will not fail you. And so we're declaring that this is the year of favor. If you're unprepared, the good news is God is prepared. We had a dry January. Not what you think. <laughs> on, on Monday, Tuesday, as we headed to the end of the, the year, we didn't have any giving towards the new church. We've had people give, you know, so sacrificially, but for January there was no giving come in. And let me tell you, the bills keep coming out. And in London on the 1st, I was like, God, we need, you need to do something. We've been praying and fasting for, for, for 20 odd days, whatever it was, and we need a miracle. We need some favor here, God. And all I got was just trust me, just trust me. And I was at this conference in London, and this, this gentleman came over to me and said, John, I want to give you 10,000 pounds for your new building. I want to encourage us. The difference was I was expecting favor. You've got to expect favor. Don't settle for the familiar. Some of us settle for the familiar. Ah, it's just what it is. We live under different economics to the rest of the world. We are God's children. I still expect success and blessing and favor in 2023. Does that mean we don't, we're not good stewards? Does that mean, no, 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 I'm not talking about any life. I'm saying I still expect God to take care of me even though we are in a season of famine. Don't slip out of favor into the familiar. Expect favor in the famine. Familiar is the mundane. Familiar is the diagnosis. Familiar is the facts. Familiar is the talk at the school gate. Don't get pulled down. Favor is actually supernatural. It makes no sense. Who's grateful for the favor of God? Who's grateful for his, his favor in your life? God wants to redeem our lives with favor. Don't accept famine as final. We're in a fi- famine, but it's not final. And so for 2023, I'm preaching favor. 
I want favor to become our language in kids' church, in youth. I want favor to become our language in the coffee store, in Costa. I want favor to become our language. You've got to proclaim favor in your life. You know, favor isn't just language. It's covenant language. It's a covenant between God and man. Let me declare some favor from Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns your year with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Who will say youth renewed this year? Four people. (laughs) You know, it's simply a a lack of knowledge of Christ's favor which stops us enjoying all his benefits. I want to remind you again this year that God's got you. Luke chapter 4 is our key, our key chapter for 2023. Jesus goes to the synagogue. He says, I want to, in Nazareth, he says, I, I want to kind of contradict culture, the current reality of what you're all facing. The Jews are under Roman occupation. <coughs> Excuse me. Paying taxes to a foreign empire. The Jews knew all about recession. Can you imagine living under foreign occupation? And Jesus stands up in the synagogue in the middle of recession, lack and famine. It says in Luke chapter 4, he went to Nazareth where he'd been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read. He stood up. Sorry to wake you all up. (laughs) Just reading the Bible. He stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he, you read it with me, has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recover of sight for the blind. To set the oppressed free. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. You can sit down now. We're going to give you all, as a little gift this year, a scroll. We want you to treasure this because those verses are going to become very close to our spirit, our hearts. We're going to teach them throughout this year. It's called the Year of the Lord's Favor. This is our blueprint for 2023. I want to talk for the next few moments on 2023, the Year of the Lord's Favor. The year of the Lord's favor. I'm going to pull out three thoughts from from this chapter. The first one is this. God's spirit is on me, which attracts favor to me. God's spirit is on me, which attracts favor to me. Verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Something precious takes place when you recognize that the presence of Jesus is with you. He's with you when you go to work. He's with you in the car, in school, in university. The presence of Jesus will not stop being with you. Often we think the presence of Jesus is to find fault with us. Maybe you've been raised in an environment where your parents were constantly picking out your faults. 
and pointing out your mistakes. I want to encourage you, don't project these characteristics on Jesus. Jesus knows everything about you, yet he still loves you. Jesus knows everything about you. Jesus knows every thought that you and I have ever had, yet he still loves me. Can you imagine if any human, even my own spouse, your spouse, your parents, your children, knew that every choice, every thought you'd ever made, how they could still love you? It would be impossible. Yet Jesus knows everything about me, and he still loves me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, not to find fault with me, but to impart favor on me. What attracts favor to my life is not my position, my title, my label, my degree, my education, my job, my car. That's not what attracts favor to my life. What attracts favor to my life is the presence of Jesus. Every classroom, boardroom, lecture hall, sports work, situation you face in 2023, I want you to remind yourself these words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The presence of Jesus is with me. Start every day in 2023 with these words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. To graduate from university, to find a life partner, to start a business, to forgive the person who's hurt me, to climb out of debt this year, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. To complete our new church building, the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Favor begins by recognizing the presence of God in our lives. Before Jesus declared the year of the Lord's favor, he talked about the Spirit of God coming close in our lives. Be conscious of his presence this year. Be conscious of his presence. Practice his presence. Daily be filled with the Spirit of God. I'm kind of done with trendy church. I'm done with trying to impress people. I'm done with all I long for in this church is the presence of God. All I long for is more of Jesus. All I long for is the presence of God. What's going to fill our new church? What's going to change this city is the presence of Jesus. It's the presence of Jesus that makes you whole, that makes you clean. The presence of Jesus. Don't go into Monday without the presence of Jesus. (coughs) You cannot be in the presence of Jesus without encountering his beauty. You can't be in the presence of Jesus without encountering his love. You can't be in the presence of Jesus without encountering his favor. Nothing we can do would ever make us holy enough to qualify for his favor. What qualifies us for God's favor is his righteousness, not my right doing. Don't beat yourself up if you didn't read your Bible this week and say, I can't encounter God's favor. God's favor is not on that. God's favor is the fact that you are his child. If you haven't read your Bible this week, pick it up tomorrow. But don't beat yourself up because you didn't do it this week. Don't think God loves you any less. He just longs to spend time with you. He longs for you to feel the spirit of the Lord upon you. God's spirit is on me, which attracts favor to me. The The second thought for our year is God's favor is on me to send me to those around me. He goes on, he says, to proclaim good news to the poor. Good news to the poor. As a church, more than ever, we need to proclaim good news. Good news. I am tired of bad news. I was even at a Christian gathering this week. I was like, oh my goodness. 
Careful what I say, John. I'm like, can we just broadcast some good news? I'm tired of fake news, bad news, negative news. There is so much good news. 2018, I had the opportunity to meet an incredible man. His name is Pat Robinson, a man who started Christian Broadcast Network, which has seen over 90 million people find faith in Jesus over the past 50 years. One of the most godly men I, I got to spend an hour with him, sat down. I said, I said Brother Pat, I said, if I, if I, if I could have to ask you one question, what would you say to a 38-year-old you? What would you say? What's the one piece of advice you'd give me today? He looked at me, he said, Johnny, just frail little man. He said this, he said, stay focused on the good news. Stay focused on the good news. Wow. I don't think the world needs any more toxic news. I don't think the world needs any more conspiracy. I don't think the world, I think what the world needs is just a dose of good news. And as a church, we're committed in 2023 to speak in faith and love and encouragement and speaking good news into your home. If you want to stay healthy in 2023, get off Twitter and stay in the good book. Stay in the good news. Fill your mind, wash your mind daily with the good news. Report on the good news. Isaiah, Isaiah 52, 7 says, how beautiful, how beautiful on the mountains of the feet of someone who brings good news. Don't you love it when you see a good news carrier? They're just walking towards you and you know they're going to share something good, something great with you. So I want to share some good news with us. Is that okay? So I want to share just some of the things that have happened over the last 12 months in our church. Um, You know, as a church, we never close any of our services, kids, youth, adult services, until we give people an opportunity to receive the gospel, the glorious good news. Last year, um, we had 558 people say yes to Jesus in our church. The wonder, we had 795 people take take a Connect card and a Bible and responded which is, again, phenomenal. Of those decisions, those 558 decisions, 309 people decided they wanted to continue on with that decision and be part of either um, uh, going forward in one, in one of our Connect groups or in one of our um, ministry groups. Um, we have, uh, in our new building, we are designing 2,000 light bulbs for the new Jesus' life wall. We've just got a handful of light bulbs left on this wall. We're believing in the next few weeks the, the light bulb will be lit. And um, we'll start again. We'll take them out and um, we'll start again, which I think is a fantastic problem. And it saves electricity. So praise God. <laughs> so hurry up and get saved. <sighs> Baptisms last year, we saw 93 people um, go through the waters of baptism, which was 132% up on the year before. Some of our stats from our foundation, our well-being group, who are a group who gather on a Wednesday. Just Nigel French and his team are doing a fantastic job. Have over 100, 228 people have connected through wellbeing and seen seven first-time decisions, two recommitment, serving um, 959 lunches over last year to those in great need. And 14 of those went through the waters of baptism. So well done to the team. Soul Streets. 589 meals served to our homeless community in 2022. And so well done to all of our Soul Streets ministries. It's going to be relaunching again in the next few weeks. Amazing. Thank you for the way you serve the community. We now have 3,148 registered 
people on our supermarket would be accessing the uh, Seoul supermarket. So incredible. Can, again, can we thank all, everyone who serves on our Seoul, Seoul food team? We were able to send 497 backpacks of hope to the Ukraine last summer to the children out there and 1,000 gifts at Christmas to the children again in the Ukraine. So thank you for your generosity. Last year, we had 1,156 new people come through the doors of our church, which was 56% up on the year before. Currently, we have 64 small groups across the county. I want to encourage you, if you're not in a small group, there's lots of ways you can do that. You can speak to someone at the info desk, or if you're watching online, you can head to the website. I want to encourage you. Um, we want to make sure that we are a small church with a lot of people, which means we need people connected in, in small groups so they can grow. Weekly attendance. Um, Average attendance in the room for 2022, coming off the back of COVID, was 1,072 on a Sunday. Already for 2023, our weekly attendances are over 1,200, uh, which is uh, amazing what God is doing. Just a quick overview on tithes and offerings. Last year, £916,714 came in, which was up 8% on the year before. We thank God. Um, mission, we were able to give 145,000 away in missions last year to local and overseas mission. And um, Soul Foundation spent 391,000 through the supermarket, buying food, blessing those in greatest need. And Heart for the House this year was 1.1 million. I think we can thank God for all he's done this year. Good news. And we're believing for supernatural increase this year so we can continue to bless churches, bless ministries, bless those in greatest need. You know, a broke church can't bless a broken world. And so as a church, we want to make sure that we're continuing able to be blessing to others. The media, um, 78,600 people, uh, views on church, zoomed in to church last year, which again, significant especially, you know, many people would be checking us out online rather than the room uh, being broadcast all over the world. New building. Now, Tuesday night, we're going to be giving you an update. Richard Nash will be coming up. We're going to be giving you an update to where the building's at, where the finances are at, and our potential opening weekend of our new building. And the reason we want to do that is just so you can um, not go to Butlins. <laughs> That's basically it, all right? So... Just before you book to go away to Skegness, we want to just stop you in your tracks, all right? So that weekend could change, but we want to give you a rough idea of when that could be next year. All right, do you want to see a quick update on the new building? All right, check it out. Good news! How exciting is that? It's been a long journey. So grateful for your generosity as a church. Thanks for sticking by us. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And uh, one of the decisions we made, and we'll be talking a little bit more on Tuesday, is that when you come in, the first thing you'll see is the social supermarket. We wanted to make sure that that was prominent there, that Jesus, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, before he talked about the bread of life, he gave the people natural food. As a church, we want to make sure we're helping people. When people come through the doors, they might be completely turned off church. They say, hey, this is the church that helps people. And so we're going to continue to continue on with that through the supermarket. And there's a couple more exciting things to let you know about. Jesus goes on, he says, I want you to proclaim freedom. Yeah, and so um, we're excited to, 
to partner with Teen Challenge. And uh, come on, let's give our Teen Challenge lads a big clap. Amazing. Teen Challenge is a ministry which helps young men trapped in addictions and other life-controlling problems and like drugs and alcohol. But as a church, we felt really strongly as they've moved their headquarters to Drayton that we wanted to financially give on a monthly basis and through half the house and just really bless this ministry. And so we're going to be talking to Sam Mooney on Tuesday night about ways, not just we can just partner as a church, but individually maybe we can get involved and help out and serve and love these guys. And we want you to know every single one of you, we love you. We believe in you, and we're so grateful you call Soul Church home. And uh, yeah, come on, this is this is the year of the Lord's favor. There's freedom coming for you guys in Jesus' name. In 2023, we're also going to be launching a new, exciting ministry, uh, Embrace Grace, which is a pregnancy crisis support ministry for anyone who has experienced pregnancy-related issues associated pregnancy loss at any stage, maybe need to make a pregnancy choice or the pain to help you through the pain of losing a child. Our stance as a church is we are pro-love and we want to love people through their past choices and their current choices. And again, so we want to help you in this season. So on Tuesday night, we're going to be speaking to Sue. Uh, it's to Sue again, and uh, she's going to be helping us put together some awareness evenings. And um, if, that, if that kind of ministry would kind of float your boat and you want to find out more about that, please, we'll let you know when that is. But we really want to help, uh, we want to help women and couples as well in, in this season that they're going through. So Tuesday night, we'll give you some more uh, info on that. Who's excited about the good news? God's Spirit is on me, which attracts favour to me. God's favour is on me to send me to those around me. And number three, God's rest is on me to accomplish His promises over me. Verse 20. It says, Then He rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. Jesus stands up in the synagogue, in the middle of recession, in the middle of famine, in the middle of a Roman occupation. He stands up and he reads Isaiah's words. And then Luke highlights something which I don't think he needed to do. Or was there something hidden in the meaning? When Jesus sat down, he wasn't tired. He wasn't finished. What he was doing is he was showing us that the work is already accomplished. Jesus wants us to see that amidst all the famine, the challenges, the negativity of what 2023 is forecasted to be, we can rest in the fact that His promises still stand. Jesus sat down. Chantal and I, we were stuck between the two words for 2023. We were stuck between favour and rest. Because we know this is a big year. We know this is a massive year as a church. And we're going to also be sharing on Tuesday night some decisions we've had to make this year to get us through this year as a church. And, you know, some of you might not fully understand what they are, but you will as we go through into the new building. Uh, But we felt strongly that even in a season of doing and building and growing, that God wants us to rest in His promises. And Jesus, the Bible says... He delivers his sermon and then he sat down. And I believe this year that as God's spirit falls on you and his favor rests on you, 
God wants you to sit in His promises. Not strive. When you rest, it's an act of faith. It's an act of faith. And I can strive about how we're going to raise the remaining money for the new building, or I can say, God, you gave me a promise and I rest in you. You're saying, God, I trust you to accomplish your promises over me. I don't have to force doors open. I don't have to chase it. God, I am resting with you. Even when Jesus was sleeping in the boat, he was still controlling the storm. And even when you're sleeping, God is in control of your life. When God's favor is on you, here's the thing, you can rest. And some of us, starting with your pastor, have been striving. We've been trying to push the career. We've been trying to push it more and more. God is saying this year, he opened the scroll. He read from Isaiah. Then the Bible says he sat down. He was showing those in the room that you can rest in the promise. God will deliver you. If God's promised he's going to provide for you in 2023, he will provide for you. If God's promised that healing is coming, healing is coming this year. This is the year of the Lord's favor. This is the year of the Lord's favor. Favor and rest are not mutually exclusive. Favor is rest. Favor means I get to rest. When favor is on me, I know God will show up. When favor is on your family, God will show up. God will look after your children this year. God will take care of your business. God will carry you through 2023. So what is there for me to do? Rest. 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 Turn to the person next to you and say, it's time to rest. It's time to rest. It's time to rest. I'm not talking about furlough. This isn't, oh, I'm, I'm just not going to go to work. God will take care of me. No, no, no. We have to take responsibility for our lives, our bodies, the things. I'm talking about the things that you can't control. You can't control the interest rate. You can't control what they do with the energy. You can't control what's happening in the world right now. We can't control what's happening in in Ukraine. But here's the thing. We've got to rest in the fact that God is still in control. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. God knows what He is up to. So we have to sit at His feet and we rest. We rest. We rest. Favor means I get to rest. Ephesians 2.6 And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him. Seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Now wait for this. His Spirit releases His favour. And His favour releases His rest. And when you're resting, you receive more of His Spirit which reproduces more of his favor. When you have more of his favor, you rest. His spirit, his favor, his rest. His spirit, his favor, his rest. Come on. His spirit, his favor, his rest. One more time. His spirit, his favor, his rest.
Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and he sat down. Come on, stand up. Sit down. Just learn to sit. I'm a doer. I'm a, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna make this happen. I'll work to whatever. To, we gotta rest in the fact if he has promised you household salvation, household salvation. If he has promised you that you're gonna be healed, you will be healed. If he has promised you a sound mind, you will have a sound mind. If he has promised you that you will be free from that addiction, you will be free from that addiction. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. But a rest. His Spirit produces favour and His favour produces rest and His rest produces His Spirit. All right, we're going to hand you a little gift. Come on, our team are amazing. If you're online, we'll make sure we, we'll give you a PDF online. Not the same because you can't roll up your computer, but you'll get the idea. We're going to hand these out to you and these little scrolls. And I want you to place them somewhere that you can read it every day. And I want the first words that you say every morning, okay, before you say hi to the cat. All right, before you... Before you pick up your phone in 2023, before you swipe right, I want you to say these four words. His spirit is on me, or five words. His spirit is upon me. Before I go into school, His spirit is upon me. Before I go into the classroom, His spirit is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Have you all got your scrolls? Why don't you stand? We're going to hold it in our hands. It's our memory verse, 23. Place it in a frame. Place it on the fridge. Place it in your Bible. Place it somewhere you can see it every day. This is the scroll. Let me read it over you one more time. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. You can follow with me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Then He rolled up the scroll. I'm doing it so you get it. It's like a Mexican wave. Still not got it at the back. Are you ready? We're going to stand one more time. We're going to sing this. Sorry, I'm going to keep getting you up and down. I want you to stand now. You're standing in His Spirit. You're standing in His favour. Let's lift our hands. I'm going to pray and we're going to sing His favour over you. Father, we thank you today that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us in 2023. And even in a famine, we can still declare your favour. We thank you for favour in our businesses, in our homes, over our children, our grandchildren. We expect the favour of the Lord, not because of what we can do or what we've done, but because of who you are. We thank you in Jesus.
Holy Spirit, come right now, afresh. Father, as a church, we long for more of Jesus. We long for more of the presence of Christ in our services, in our homes. We long for more of you, Father. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon us. He has anointed us. I pray for a fresh anointing right now over your church. A fresh anointing, a fresh hunger and thirst for the things of you. We're sorry for when other things have taken your place. We're sorry when things have pushed you out of our lives. But today, our hearts cry for more of you. Our hearts cry out to the living God. More of your spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Come on, just 30 more seconds. Just receive His Spirit afresh. His Spirit, favor, and rest. The presence of God is here, friend. He's with you if you're watching online. I'm going to ask you are you personally walking with Jesus? Do you have a sense of His presence? in your life on a daily basis. You see, I love that message about His favour and His rest. There's nothing you can do to earn God's favour. He loves you. He always has loved you. And He always will love you. And that's good news. Because it means you don't have to strive to earn God's love. Religion says there's all kinds of things you've got to do to earn His love. But a message like that is a truth. He's favoured you. You're His favourite. He wants the best for you. So there's nothing you can do to earn it. All you can do is receive it and rest. It's a question. Have you received God's love? Because that's what it is to become a Christian. It's to open your heart and receive His love. He'll forgive you of your past. He'll give you meaning and purpose for your today. And an incredible eternal hope. And a home in heaven. You say, how do I receive it? It's really straightforward. You pray a prayer. You say, Jesus, would you come in so I can receive it? It would be our greatest joy to take a moment in this service to pray for you, you watching online, but especially you in this service. Maybe you've never received His love this morning. The good news is you can. So we're all going to pray a prayer. If you want to receive His love, this is the moment where you receive His favour. Maybe you once walked with Him, but if you're really honest, kind of walked away, gone your own way. You know what the good news is? He still loves you. You can receive His favour. And today can be the day you come home. So I'd like you all to close your eyes. It's a private moment. It's between you and God, friend. If you say, Steve, I want to receive His favour and rest in it. And I'm going to pray a prayer. If you want to be included in this moment, I'm going to count to three. And when I count to three, if you want to be included, I'm going to ask you simply to raise your hand. Whether it's for the first time or you're coming home,
This is your moment to get right with Him. So all across this room, and it's for you as well, if you're listening online, are you ready? This is your time to receive His love. One, two, three. That's it. Just lift up your hand. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's beautiful. Thank you. See those hands, guys. Come on, let's all. Why don't you repeat this prayer after me and mean it from your heart. Dear Lord Jesus, it's up here on the screens. Thank you for dying for me to forgive all my sin and failures so I can have a brand new start. Please come into my life and help me by the power of the Holy Spirit to trust and live for you. Amen. And Father, right now, for every person that prayed that prayer, here in the building and watching online, I thank you right now that by your Spirit, you are coming into their life, pouring out your favour so that they can rest in you. In Jesus' name. And everyone said a big loud, Amen. Come on, why don't we put our hands together and celebrate because that's what it's all about. I love that. What a powerful moment. We never take that for granted. For those of you that raised your hand, but I've also been around long enough to know that some of you, you prayed that prayer from your heart. You didn't have the courage but to raise your hand, but you did pray that prayer. Then out in the foyer, our team are waiting for you. They've come to this service to meet you. They would love nothing more than if you came up and said, hey, I prayed that prayer and they want to give you a gift. It's a Bible. Two things we want you to do is receive that Bible. This is going to help you. All right, so just come up to them and they'll do this. They'll give it to you. So just go up to one of the team. But also, there's one more thing we'd love you to do. And we're starting next week in our 5 p.m. service, a course called Follow Jesus. When you raised your hand, you took the first step. But we want you to become a follower. We want you to take a second and a third. And we want you to learn to follow Jesus. And by understanding the Bible in the Follow Jesus course, we will help you to understand how the Bible works. We'll make it really simple so that you can be a follower of Jesus. It would be an incredible honor to do that. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you said the salvation prayer today, we'd love for you to email connecttofaith at soulchurch.com so we can talk to you a little bit more about this incredible decision that you've just made. Yeah, you know, and if at any point in the service you felt moved to give towards any of our local or global initiatives, then head to soulchurch.com and click on the giving at the top of the page. Thanks again for joining us today. And we hope to see you again soon. God bless.